Hey everyone, I'm Renee Bennett. Consider me the girl next door, having conversations that will help challenge and shape your worldview in a culture that has turned our moral compass upside down and inside out. To chat with me further, come join me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. No topics are off limits. I'm really glad you're here. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us on another episode, Girl Next Door. My name's Renee, as most of you would know, and we are doing a something I've never done before with recording this daily series on telling COVID border stories. Uh, like I said in the episode yesterday, there's some gear happening right in our own hometown, right here in Australia that I think most people are not aware of. And I've only just been made aware of, which is why I wanted to do this. So just to give a little bit of background, um, Anna Palaget locked the borders completely back in August um, and they were opened again in September. But what's happened is people have had to apply to come back into their own home state of Queensland and of course there's this huge backlog of people that were cancelled in August now you've got I think it was 5,000 people applied within like a half an hour or something like that and they've taken 25 days to get through 10 or 15 minutes worth of applications so there's this huge backlog people's lives are in limbo that was my daughter ringing (laughs) People's lives are on pause. And so we have got um, our second guest today, Ainsley, whose life is massively on pause. Thank you for coming, Ainsley. Yeah, of course. I've actually got a niece called Ainsley. So oh, that's funny. I've never met another Ainsley before. I love to hear it. Uh, yes, no, she my niece is exactly the same age as you, actually. That's so funny. Although well, she's about to turn 21. So you're only just turned, you're just 20? Yes. Yeah, a few days ago. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about yourself because you've got a bit of an accent I can hear. Yes, I have a little bit of an American um, twang, I like to call it. Um, I have lived in Australia pretty much my whole life, um, but my both my parents and all of my extended family and two of my four siblings um, all live in the States. So um, previously, we used to go there every year. Obviously, haven't done that um, since COVID. Um, so it means I haven't seen my family for two years now, just over two years. Oh, so were you in, when were you in Queensland then? Um, up until, so I've lived there my whole life and then up until July and then I moved to Melbourne in July. So you've lived in Queensland most of your life. So where, where's your mum, where's your mum, did you say? Is she here in Queensland or is she? Yeah, so both my parents are in Queensland. Okay. They're um, from the States, um, you know, originally. Um, but I had actually been wanting to move to Melbourne for a year and a half to start studying after I finished school Um, and I just couldn't with COVID Um, it didn't make any sense and then we went online um, so there was no point in me being there so um, I have already been at uni for a year and a half but I'm yet to step foot on the campus. (laughs) Finished school and then you have been doing online uni ever since. Yeah, so I had actually planned to take a gap year, um, do my solo traveling and um, all that fun stuff that you're supposed to do after you finish high school. Um, But that got put on pause. So um, I took about a six month break after high school and then I started studying because I really didn't have much else to do during COVID time. No. 
And <laughs> I, I actually work with young people for a living. And so I'm a huge advocate of young people being free to live their lives. You know, young people need hope and they need a future and they need plans and they need goals. And, yeah. you know, and so that's why you went down there. What are you, what are you studying, by the way? Uh, psychology and politics at the moment. Oh, psychology and politics. You should get into politics after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a funny mix. It is. Um, yeah, but I I fully agree. I, I always had the intention of traveling, um, you know, for a year or so, like um, all of my older siblings, I've got three older siblings, they all did that. Um, and I have always been so excited to do that and um, move to a new city start my own life, um, be excited about living in a new city. But uh, the unfortunate thing with COVID is that once I moved here and we went straight into lockdown, um, it's kind of drained away all my excitement and anticipation about the city. So I know this one street that I live on really, really well, but <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to anywhere else. I think you must have moved there around the same time my daughter did in July when I think we had been on a very mini lockdown here. But there'd been yes. nothing in Victoria for like nine months, no cases, yeah. no lockdown. And so it was like, this is a really good time to go. So I get really upset when I see people on social media saying, well, it serves you right because you guys decided to move around in a pandemic. That infuriates. Oh, my God, I know. And especially, you know, I, I actually at that point in time didn't have a choice because uni was um, going back to being on campus and I had to be there for some of my classes. So I actually didn't have a choice um so you, you know. applied straight to the uni in Victoria you never applied here in Queensland and then transferred you just applied no. ah. I've been at uni Melbourne the whole time so um yeah and it was too late to kind of switch or anything like that not not that I want to I wanted to be at this great uni but um yeah so I haven't been on campus yet and I didn't exactly have a choice and so when I came here and then they announced that everything was online for the rest of the semester and I was like well there's no point moving no and so this is your first time living out of home right yes <laughs> baptism of fire yeah. <laughs> living yeah. at home when you can't leave your new home um, yeah and so what made you decide then that you want to come back home home here to Queensland um I had just you know my my partner's um on the Gold Coast and so is you know few of my family members all my friends and I've just been in lockdown for so long that I just you know mentally I need a break um, it obviously takes a big emotional toll as we know this long into the pandemic so I just think I need you know I'm 20 I need to go out and socialize and I, I feed off that so um, yeah I just don't think I can stay into you much longer without suffering the mental health repercussions yeah how are you feeling emotionally how are you going um there were a few sort of rougher days, I think about two weeks ago, um, you know, when I was waiting and kind of anticipating and thought it might come sooner, but now it's kind of, I'm just numb to it and I'm angry about it. Um, you know, it's sad to be this young and be kind of emotionally numb to this sort of stuff because it should be having a big effect, but you just kind of don't have a choice when you don't get any good news anymore. You have to make yourself immune. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true to cope. You just kind of have to shut off which is yeah. sad. So tell me about your attempt to come back. Like when did you fill in a border pass? Which again, another thing people don't realise. People have said to me, can't they just get on a plane? <laughs> like, no, you actually have to fill in a pass 
And then all you get is this little email slip to say, thank you, we got it. And then you literally mm-hmm. hear nothing. So when did nothing. you do that? So I did it um, after the pause had been lifted on the 5th of September. So I had decided that I wanted to go home um, during the pause, but I couldn't apply, which seems silly because I feel like you also, they should have maybe continued to process over that time instead of letting the backlog of thousands build up. And that's foreseeable, but maybe not to them. Um, and then I was told that it would be three days and I actually called them to confirm that she said absolutely you'll get it um, by tomorrow night so with that I booked my flight I had my car shipped down and my roommate who also lives on the Gold Coast um, she had her we did the same thing had our cars so they went um, yeah prepped everything (laughs) emptied the fridge you know did all of the stuff that you're gonna do when you're away for a few months and um and then we didn't get the call. So um, I called back and they said 10 days maximum um, if you don't get it after 10 days. And um, it is 10 business days as well, even though they work 24 yeah. seven. Um, and then, so if we didn't get it by 10 business days and we were to get our claim escalated. Yeah. So um, on the 10th day, I called in the morning. They said, you have to wait till the end of day at five o'clock. I said, okay, yeah. fine. I'll call at five or one. Um, and then they escalated it. And then about an hour later, I saw on that Facebook group that they're actually not doing escalations anymore. And it actually doesn't mean anything. And then after that point, I got an email saying it's going to be a little bit longer. Um, no indication. I said, can you just tell me whether it's going to be days or weeks or months and nothing. So they're just in limbo every day. Yeah, literally in limbo. How many days has it been since you first filled it in? So it'll be 25 today. So I'm I literally <laughs> want to up with you. I'm just like, my daughter's on day 10 or something. And same thing. We were told initially three days and then we were told 10 days. And then she rang yesterday and they said, we can't tell they they had no information or they could say this is the other thing people don't realize some people's are actually being denied yeah I saw that (laughs) yeah we're all in the same Facebook page Uh, 3,000 of people going mine just got denied no reason yeah and then if there's um an issue with the form they just say you have to redo it and go back to the back of the line which is just ridiculous I tell you there's an issue with the form until they deny it and then if they deny it and you ring up and they go there was an issue you didn't have all of your details they don't tell you that so you might have waited a month to find out and you know only to have to redo it and like you said you go to the back of the line um now you completely got emptied your life out there ready to come back right so did you have like a job and so I had a job that was supposed to start here and then I couldn't because of COVID so I actually lined up it's thankfully I have an amazing employer and they lined up a job for me on the Gold Coast and then you know I had accepted that job um, we worked out all the terms and then um, I realized that I had no idea when I'd be back so I had to turn that job down because they needed made a start when I couldn't so no no job in Victoria because lockdown happened no job in back in Gold Coast you had to knock that back because you can't get back yeah how are you surviving financially um look luckily I am a student so I get a student income but that's all that I have at the moment um no it just covers rent so yeah I've had to kind of ask my parents to help me 
through a little bit of this and a lot of extreme budgeting. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's been tough, um, especially not knowing when I'm going to be able to work again. Um, yeah, so it's kind of something to <laughs> sort out. Yeah. Um, once I get back on the coast, um, you know, my employer has said that I they might be able to find something for me, but it just depends when I get back. Yeah. And so you are a 20-year-old young person with your life supposedly in front of you with every option being <laughs> slammed yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're still smiling. <laughs> well, I get very, um, you know, you go through having waited so long now, you kind of go through the phases like it was anticipation to go home and it was kind of going to be like a holiday going back home because I've been inside. And then um, you're kind of sad and anxious waiting for it. And then I'm where I am now I'm just angry and disheartened by you know the lack of transparency and also the inequality of how those um, applications were processed they're just what did they do for the first two weeks and then when it, they weren't doing it chronologically um, no that's interesting yeah. I'm I'm interested in that as well like how are they how are they actually processing well clearly the NRL players wives and girls <laughs> got over I said to my daughter just just go date a footballer you'll be right sweetheart you'll be able to come back honestly so predictable with Ashe <laughs> yeah. um I don't understand the order that they're bringing people back in no and I don't think anyone does and I think that's the issue so every time that they you know I'd asked a few times and they said oh we're doing chronologically and I said it's just not the case because people in the same situation as me um, are getting processed well before me and they applied like a week later and then people who are worse off than I am have been waiting for a long time and it's just um, you know they say it's based on exemptions and then chronologically and it just wasn't until um, I think about a week ago and then they really actually started doing it chronologically um, but just in that time it just seems like they were messing around for two weeks yeah. and just didn't yeah. yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are in really awful situations. But... Yeah, we're seeing that on our Facebook page, right? Like, yeah, lady last night that showed her. Uh, it, she's in a tent. I think she's yeah. a mum with two or three kids. I can't quite work it out. Just and there was a storm, and she's just in a tent. And I'm like, and these people are. You know, there's not only the emotional harm of being trapped out of your own state, and you know, a lot of people are paying. When I'm there, I'll be paying. Um, my rent here and I won't be here and there's a lot of people paying two mortgages things like that and then physical safety of being in a tent during a storm it's just yes. yeah yeah so when you come back when <laughs> do you have to keep paying yeah. rent if if at this stage but mind you you apply what, what date did you say you apply fifth sixth fifth yeah see yeah. you're you're meant to be like you should be getting your app your there are people I've seen that have applied later than you like you just said that have gotten through do you do you have a Queensland license yeah Queensland license Queensland address um yeah <laughs> you're a Queenslander and um you know we're being told that the message is to keep us all safe and that you know our government cares for everyone and I'm like mm, no because people who <laughs> you know belong even here. like uh, any sort of transparency in the process yeah. probably would have helped people a lot but it's the lack of transparency and just people have no idea what's going on that we've just felt completely tossed aside by our own government so it's just yeah really hard to 
reconcile that, I think. Well, and a lot of people don't realise as well that the it's actually the Queensland Police that are processing the border application. Yeah. Like, yeah, when we do a call to find out, you, you just get put through to like a hotline, which yeah. is the police. And so I don't know how that's working, but yeah. And those poor people that are working the hotline, aren't they don't have any information. They're copying a lot of abuse. And I do feel sorry for them because you know, they, they're in as tough a situation that like they aren't just getting any information and they're probably getting a lot of angry people calling them. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And understandably, you know, like you said, there are a lot of other people paying double mortgages and all sorts. So, and, and yeah. you said you're going to have to keep paying rent back in Victoria yeah. to hold your accommodation while yeah. you're back here. And then of course, you don't know how long you, you can be back here for, because we don't know what's happening with Victoria. Exactly. So it's a bit of a tough situation because I, you know, once Victoria comes out of lockdown, there's no reason for them to kind of give you any like re reductions in rent or anything like that. Um, and I can't, you know, my whole life is here, but I, I'm not able to move all the way back again to um, Queensland, but I need to go there because I need to get some work um, and I need to also leave myself some time to um, mentally recover. So it just doesn't make sense. I can't move everything and then do that move again after I just moved out of home. So it's, I don't really have much of a choice, but to keep it here, um, especially, you know, if I were to get rid of the place that I have, it would make it a lot more difficult to come back when I need to. Yeah. So, and the um, other thing people don't realize is that you guys don't just get to fly into Queensland and go home. <laughs> you have to pay I think it's three and a half to four grand for hotel quarantine. So for the privilege of coming back to your own state, we've got to pay three and a half to yeah. four grand of quarantine. Which is just so difficult to stomach, like in light of the announcement today that it'll be seven days home quarantine. Um, it's just, it's just crazy, but I never thought that I'd be in the position where I am so excited to do a hotel quarantine and like <laughs> just hoping for the day that I'm told I'm allowed to do it. Yeah, yeah, totally. And what you were referring to before, because um, by the time people listen to this, it'll be early, early. Yeah. Enough, but there was just the announcement that the international borders will be opening and that people can quarantine at home for seven days um, as of November. And yet we have people like you and thousands and thousands, I'd say tens of thousands, um, that are locked out of our state right now and um yeah you know some of them homeless so yeah um my heart's with the young people because like I said I I work with young people for a living so I look at people like you and um you know keep your chin up you've got a beautiful <laughs> smile you. you're smart you're a beautiful person and um and I it sounds like you've got good family support which is really good um yeah but, you know, every situation is just, it's so unnecessary. And I really feel for you. You should be able to have that gap year. You should be able to travel. You should be able, yeah. in fact, it's a human right. You know, <laughs> human rights, Anna Palajay put it into, you know, here in 2018, the Human Rights Act of Queensland. And one of those is that as a Queenslander, you can freely move in and out of your state. <laughs> That's not how Yeah. And I understand, you know, in light of, in COVID when that had to be like impeded on but now we're at this point where it's incredibly it's a really weird stage I think in the pandemic because it's very isolating to be in lockdown when the rest of the world is not um especially my siblings they're traveling to Europe and Italy and Paris and they're just like how many cases do you have why are you in lockdown I was like oh 
20 when we went into lockdown and they were like we have you know tens of thousands a day i understand it's different but it's a very different experience now that the whole world isn't in the same boat and it's just certain cities within the certain country of australia and you know it, there's not a lot of kind of wide world support there so it's a very strange experience <laughs> It is, it is. And you guys are now the most locked down state in the world for the longest period of time. I know you haven't been there for that whole time, mm. but my best friends live there and they've been locked down I, I 200 and something or other days and I can't even fathom. And the rest of the world are watching on and kind of laughing almost. I said to my husband, yeah. let's move to Florida. Florida seems to be the only state where it's like freedom, you know, let, let adults be adults and decide how we want to live our lives and, and, and our own level that we're comfortable of risk-taking rather than the government, the government have chosen, chosen safety over freedom. And that's a huge price to pay. So yeah, especially when we're not given the means to make ourselves safe, like the whole vaccine rollout, I have to like, not even think about that. I get so angry about it, but, um, you know, we were left waiting my age group for so long for the vaccine. And then when it finally got announced in Victoria, it took three months, like until I, like it was three months until I could get an appointment. So even if home quarantine became a thing in Queensland, I'm not able to get it because I couldn't secure a vaccination appointment. So there's just so many things that are thrown into there just makes it so difficult. So Yeah, they dangle a carrot and you're like, I'm trying to grab it. But I know. Yeah, they just keep moving the goalposts. Oh, I wish you all the best um, in the future. And I hope that you can get back here sooner rather than later and come and enjoy the sunshine. Mind you, we've had a few storms lately, but Queensland is, yeah. it really is. It's a great. I'm looking day. forward to it. Well, it's, it's made me appreciate the Queensland, um, Queensland a lot more being in lockdown. Yeah, yeah. My daughter did say that lockdown in Queensland is very different to lockdown in Victoria. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't count lockdown in Queensland as actual lockdown now that I compare the two. <laughs> I reckon as soon as people hear the word lockdown here, they all pack their camper vans, jump in their cars, <laughs> and they all go out to the regions and the, the freeways are full and then all of a sudden it's quiet. It's quiet because everyone's left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, oh, thank you for joining um, for joining me today. Your story, yes. along with all the other stories that we're sharing, um, we just are hoping that it just, I don't know, show, gives a little bit more exposure to something that I think most people are not aware of. So thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you that. for having me. Thank you.